I want to talk about productivity and getting things done. I find that the more productive I am, the more things I get done in the day, the more in a roll I get. And I just kind of want to get things, get more things done, momentum, get more things momentum. done. Yeah, it's like you have a rhythm now and you want to just keep it going yeah. and you just feel, you, it's almost like an addictive high that you get from knocking things off your checklist, right? Just finishing it. Yeah, just finishing it, right? Wrapping things up, right? And even when it comes to like doing things around the house, like I like to work with my hands. I was like doing things around the house. I was fixing things, repairing little things yeah. like that just needed to get done. And on top of that, I'm building up my garage, right? So I wanted to organize okay. the tools. Okay. And I found myself like now until like 10, 30, 11 uh, p.m. sitting there with a skill saw, chopping things. And now thinking is like, okay, I should probably stop because yeah. I'm going to start to upset the neighbors. Don't necessarily want to do that. But I want to talk about productivity in terms of like the desire and the addictiveness of productivity okay. and why it resonates with some people. And some people, I think, they just don't feel that way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how are you with productivity? Is it like a must for you or like how do you feel about it? Yeah, I, I like to get things off my docket. Like I don't I do want to have free time. Mm. Right. So if, if I can get to the office at 9 a.m. and I know I get all my work done in four hours. Yeah, that's the goal. Right. Yeah. I'm a goal oriented person. So when we have that productivity without those goals, and it doesn't matter how, how you know, if the if Missy's off at three o'clock today, I yeah. want to be home at three o'clock. Right. As long as there's a goal in mind, I can be productive throughout the day. Yeah. It's hard when there's no goal and you do those those same tasks over and over again. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. The same phone calls over and over again. Same paperwork over and over again. Yeah. Then that then you see the productivity drop off. When it comes to things that don't really feed, let's just say without sounding cheesy, feed the spirit, feed the yeah. soul, you know, something that just feels good that you're just like, yeah, that was actually enriching somehow. You know, I accomplished something and I feel good about it. It's not just like uh, a mundane task, like doing the dishes, right? You might not feel too, too great about doing it, but although cleaning is quite cathartic, I feel like for a lot of people, it does a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's certain cleaning that's, that's good cleaning. Yeah. And then there's certain like uh, like bad cleaning, right? Yeah. And and the good cleaning is something like vacuuming and mopping the floors. Yeah. Right. Wiping the glass down. I like cleaning glass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. When you get it perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a dishes guy. Yeah. I'm not really because when I do the dishes, what I think about is next time I cook, I'm not going to use as many dishes, and I'm going to cut corners because now I have to clean the the garlic press. Yeah. And I don't want to clean the garlic press. I'll just use chopped garlic yeah. in the jar. But it's yeah. better to use the garlic press. Yeah. Right? So that's why I don't miss it does the dishes. Yeah. I don't do dishes. No, no, it's just keep that stuff separate. No, and that and that's where the productivity the de the desire to be productive uh weighs differently with different people in terms of let me like what speaks to them. Like for example, if you have a free day on a Saturday, I don't know, like is I'm assuming this will be different between you and me, but like what do you like to do if you have a free time on a Saturday? What time do you wake up? On a Saturday? Yeah. It depends what I do on a Friday night. So there's some <laughs> okay. there's sometimes where I'm sitting out in the backyard with Missy for, you know, all night long. And then there's sometimes that I go to bed early. You know, Saturday morning we have nothing planned. What what it looks like for us is we're going to the grocery store. We might go to Costco. Yeah. And maybe we'll go to a furniture store. And what or time like does that, that. start? Because grocery stores and uh, Costco and whatever it doesn't open until like what 10 no, 11 so, o'clock no so free Saturday I'm having my coffee at home I order the I read the paper every day but I read on my laptop but on the weekends I get the spec delivered to the house so I get the paper copy yeah for Saturday and Sunday so I get to read the paper have my coffee and then we'll leave the house because I don't get to do that during the week and what time do you wake up though to start that uh, 
10 30 okay yeah. so yeah yeah okay so yeah. You'll, you'll sleep in a little bit i'll sleep in for a little bit now missy different than me right i i have the luxury of sometimes i wake up later than other days missy wakes up you know today 5 30 yeah so when it comes for the weekend for her she definitely wants to sleep in and especially you know when i get home at five six o'clock on a friday i want to chill in the backyard relax for a little bit so i'm not rushing to bed at 10 30 i'm staying up late so then she's staying up late so that means that saturday we're sleeping in you know what the lines and stuff at costco or whatever this is part of costco that's part of going to the grocery store yeah there's no big deal you have that routine so you what time do you wake up on a work day 8 8 30 actually that comes up pretty tight so you don't have yeah. like a long morning ritual no because i don't stay at home for coffee and when i wake up i want a coffee right away yeah right so yeah there's no ritual hop in the shower leave when i compare it like everybody has a different rhythm of productivity and in terms of, I'm assuming you go to the grocery store, you go to Costco, that is a form of being productive because you're running off the errands that you need to run and you get yeah. those things done. So I realized the other day that, and I realized this by talking to my girl, that I have a desire to treat the weekend kind of like a work day, but for personal stuff. During a work day, I will still wake up at about six, between six and seven, I'll wake up. Yeah. And I will I will do some stuff that I need in the morning, start slow, and then you'll go to work, do my thing, and then, you know, just kind of like track things down like that yeah. and on the weekend sometimes when i wake up at like 10 11 12 i feel like man the day's just pretty much done you start the day slow and i feel like man there's things that i wanted to do for myself that now i don't have time to do i feel like sometimes the desire of productivity at least for me it makes me want to just do things for myself as professionally as i do things for work you would be way more productive on a saturday than me <laughs> yeah, okay. and, that's, and that's okay right i yeah, do yeah, want yeah. to you know i i I work uh, a stressful job. I want to, when it comes to weekends, I do want to relax. Yeah, and right? shut I, down. I do want to shut down. I don't want to be running around and trying to get everything done before I go home. Yeah. Right? I don't want, like, I don't like that. It's not a good way to to ha enjoy your weekends. Yeah, so then how do you balance that productivity? Me, personally, right now, it's been very hard. Like, because um, on the weekends, obviously, personal stuff that you want to do. It's summer now. Uh, busy summer for me. I'm getting married in a month. It's very hard for even to go to the grocery store right now, right? Yeah. There's so much things that are going on. There's always, it seems like every weekend there's something happening. Yeah, sure. You have to, you have to push that productivity up a level so you get everything done and then still go to whoever's having you over for dinner, whoever wants to see you, wherever you're going. It's not the best to be productive on the weekends. Even talking about it, like <laughs> I just want to sit at home. Yeah. I want to relax. You know, yeah. that's how I want to enjoy my, at least a Sunday. Give okay. me a Sunday. Okay. So yeah, you know what? Maybe the question shouldn't be like, you know, how do you like to be productive? It's like, how do you, how do you like to spare your, how do you like to spend your free time? Because the, the truth is, is that how one chooses to spend their free time is I think reflective or indicative of what's happening, of what they're doing in life in general, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, but it, probably to a degree, uh, their personality too, because I don't know if I, if I was getting married in a month, I'd, I'd feel like i have like a big checklist of things and every day i'd want to be tackling it yeah every day i'd want to be tackling it yeah. and i feel like that would be i i guess that can make things a little stressful <laughs> super stressful um but yeah that's how it has to be done there's no other way to keep track of what's getting done and what's not getting done key for that is definitely a a spreadsheet a shared spreadsheet with a yeah. spouse if you're getting married and sharing sharing the roles and responsibilities of you know who's doing what and we did that in the beginning and now it's more of like missy just telling me what to do and it's actually works out way better than that <laughs> way just tell me where i need to go tell me you know what i need where i need to be and uh, everything will work out great. Yeah, yeah. So just show up. <laughs> just show up. Yeah, yeah, just show up. Give me your opinion. Don't be too rough on the opinion. I'm I'm a guy that always gives a strong opinion. So that's what I would say. But when you ask me my free time, like 
before we decided to get married and all my weekends were were revolved around that it would be i would go camping every weekend mm. even if i'm not leaving from the city right if we work long we work till six o'clock whatever if we don't leave the city till seven i'm at least going somewhere an hour away yeah i just need to get out of the city for two days that's how i want to spend my free time i want to spend my free time on a river somewhere even if i'm not fishing all day at least looking at the river that reflects on people's mental states too like when people decide like some people find driving stressful other people find driving cathartic some people like yeah. the idea of driving out of the city I just see the, 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 the time sitting in the car in the traffic and it drives me crazy, right? So I think people look at these things through a different lens and it's a different type of meditation for each. True. Yeah. Some people some people can't stand camping. Yeah. I can't <laughs> stand it, right? And it's like something that I look forward to every weekend. Some people can't. Uh, camp. When you go camping, what do you do? Do you like campfire and like, uh, yeah, wait, so do you glamp or do you camp? So we're, we're big we're big at real camping. We've done some epic camping adventures. Uh, we always camp without power, but we have some solar panels and stuff like that, so we have enough power. Oh, um, you RV, RV. And now we bought the RV. So, okay. you know, we didn't buy a nice expensive RV. We bought, like, a starter RV, a cheap yeah. RV, rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that takes us wherever we need to go, and it's, you know, it's not the prettiest thing, but it works, and, yeah, it's a good time, and it, it allows us to... Uh, when it's raining on a Saturday, we see that on the forecast before we wouldn't go camping. We would stay home. But now with the RV, we would still go camping. We would just stay in the RV. So it adds that little bit of luxury. And you would say having RV versus tent is luxury, but for us, it's still being able to escape the city. My brother loves that, actually. He used to buy these, like, pop-up camper vans. Yeah. Like, sorry, camper trailer things. Yeah. And he used to take them out. And, like, uh, him and his friends would all go do that. And he'd be the only guy with... Everybody else would have tents, and he'd be the only guy who would have the pop pop-up thing yeah. and, you know everybody would sleep on actual beds inside the camper yeah. and they would, they would just be good and that's that's a way of escaping it too and everybody has a different ritual when they go there too they, they when you go camping you chill you the people like to drink their coffee do this but me for some reason i'm the opposite i go there and i start working i'm like building the fort right like i'm chopping firewood immediately i'm yeah. setting things up i'm clearing the perimeter making sure that everything's okay i don't know why i feel the need to do this and it's the same thing with parties even i noticed with parties, when we used to host them, for me, part of the funnest part of it was setting it all up. Setting up the party, for me, oftentimes was more fun than the actual party itself. For really? Me, yeah, because I don't know. I enjoyed getting everybody together. I enjoyed like, uh, putting things into motion. I enjoyed figuring out what people are going to need and then seeing it in motion. But then when I had to actually participate in the party, that felt like work. That felt like stress for me. Yeah, see, that's how we're the opposite, I guess. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm the guy that just loves to show up and party and then leave. Everything's ready, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to ever have a party at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Yeah, see, I used to host tons of house parties yeah, when I was no, younger, yeah. No, not that's that guy funny. at all. In terms of weekends, you know, sometimes I see people, especially now summer, right? Uh, people want to do decks, fences, all kinds of things, right? And sometimes I see people getting quotes for different types of things that they want to build. Like one of my dad's friends, he wants to build a cinder block fence-ish retaining wall. It's okay. like it's something all in between. Yeah. So he actually wants to build something to give himself separation from the neighbor. But there's like some soil that's uh, higher on the other end. So I he see. wants to build it a cinder block so it doesn't end up eroding onto the fence. I'm like, okay, fine. But it's the kind of thing where if I notice a lot of people who want to do something like build a fence, do a small little wall like that. They need to hire people to do it themselves for a couple of reasons. One, they either don't know how to do it. Or two, they feel they don't have the time or that uh, it's too hard to do. And then they ask somebody how much it's going to cost to do it. And it's like, well, it's going to cost you about $6,000. Yeah, yeah. It's very expensive. 
And it's the type of thing where whenever I needed to do something like this, for me, building a fence was having a couple of friends over for a weekend, a couple of cases of beer, some pizzas, and you build a fence. Yeah. And that's how you build a fence, yeah. right? Yeah. A couple yeah. cases of beer, some pizzas, and that's how you build a fence, <laughs> yeah. right? That's pretty much it in a nutshell. And you buy the lumber, right? Yeah. I mean, how hard, how hard is it? It's not that hard, but people are so detached. And I think people have a negative stigma to the idea of work. But is it work, right? For me, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like, you know, you, you hit things with a hammer and you talk to your friends and have some pizza. And- that's because you grew up with, with uh, Spiro, it's your dad, right? That's, yeah. why, that's why you think like that, right? It's just a different type of, of growing up. Right? I'm the same way. Like, my dad would never, ever pay for someone to come do anything like that in his house. Doesn't matter if the guy, you know, uh, wins the lottery, right? He would never pay someone to do that. Yeah. Right, he would, you know, a couple cases of beer, and you know, him and my brother and me would come over. Right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how rich, you know, my father ever, you know, if he wins the lottery. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's where the balance comes in. So there, in that, there lays a little bit of a delicate balance. My brother's like that too. He doesn't like paying anybody to do anything, especially around the house. Yeah. Largely, he doesn't like strangers or people that are not like close, close coming into the house to do mm-hmm. anything. Right, so he's just like, I'll do everything myself. I don't want people coming into my home. I'm like, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. But the caveat there is that when you pay some other people to do it, they do it with a degree of professionalism, it will actually get done. Because yeah. how many things are around the house that you're just like, okay, I'll get to it, that you that people don't get to for God knows how long. And there's a difference between paying someone to do it off Facebook and Kijiji and paying an actual professional. If your toilet backs up, what do you do, right? If the toilet backs up for me, yeah, I'll plunge it. That doesn't work. I, get, I got a little snake in the basement and I'll snake it, Yeah. right? The real thing to do should be like, call a plumber and pay the 150 bucks and have them come in and is and that the real it. thing to do or is the real thing to do it yourself yeah i think the real <laughs> thing to do is like do it yourself but you know the proper thing to do is probably just you know call the plumber but for some reason i guess and that would be our that would be our that's a real city boy thing to do let's be real that would be a real city boy thing to do yes, yeah it's called plumber yeah real yes, city boy thing to do is call the plumber right yes and this is where like um for me if there's some if there's stuff to fix around the house like i i do find it kind of meditative to fix things around the house or to do little pieces of work around the house like for me organizing my garage and putting tools in place and like getting mm. things into the right getting things into a certain order it's highly meditative for me i really enjoyed doing that and even building a fence something that's if it's stressful for you it's not good yeah. but like watch a few youtube videos figure out how to do it you know have a coffee drink yeah. it slowly yeah what's the worst out, that can happen put your hands on your hips and yeah. like look at look at the landscape you're about to transform yeah right and get to it yeah what's the know? worst that can happen yeah you know it's a little crooked maybe <laughs> your, your wife yells at you yeah worst yeah. case okay that's a that's a battle you can choose but it sounds like you just put up a fence well when you simplify and you say it like that yeah it does sound like you just put up a yeah. fence but like you know you put up a masterpiece I guess. I was talking to Eugene the other day, and um, he's also somebody who he likes to hang out and work. Some of my friends, uh, when I get together with them and I start doing some stuff, the first thing they say is, why are you working? I'm just like, this isn't work. Mm. And they say, you know, it's like, no, you have to do this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, this isn't really like, you know, strenuous. I'm not exerting myself. This, I, I don't classify this as work. And one of the things that I realized is that the only thing that's different between somebody shooting the shit and doing work, I think accomplishing is it's accomplishing something monetarily. Like for example, if you're hanging around with your friends and yeah. you guys are all talking, and then conceptually you're all having beers, and then conceptually you're talking about, hey, we should. Wouldn't it be fun to open up a bar? Is that work? No. Now, what happens if you actually with one of those guys, you're actually about to open a bar? 
and you're talking about it. Is that work? Are we drinking beers? Yes. No. But there is a productivity aspect there that go that will go from that conversation to the actual opening of your bar. Until you actually open the bar, then it would be work. But a hearsay and have beers and have conversations, that's not work. If that was work, then, you know, I'd be pretty, I'd be really good at work. <laughs> I could have a lot of conversations <laughs> with beer. Well, I mean, that's how sometimes I feel about real estate, right? Sometimes we talk about real estate conceptually and it's a lot of brainstorming and we talk about all the ways that you can maneuver and leverage and work real estate to your interests and sometimes people view it as work like when i talk about this with my friends my other friends from high school for example sometimes they join in they're just like you guys are just talking about work good point because yeah of course us we talk about real estate probably all the time and it's casual it's not work you're right it's not work there you go so i guess if you're talking about like building a fence and i was a fence builder yeah i probably talk about building fences all the time so then i don't wouldn't think it's work exactly right when it's so natural and it's easy to you i feel like it's not work when it's like hard for you and it's challenging you have to think you have to like exert mental and physical effort combined i think that's when it becomes work Makes sense. And I realized when it came to my social circles that when I was hanging around with people, you could tell a lot about the people you're hanging around with by how they respond to you doing something remotely productive. Mm. For example, cleaning up the dishes after a meal. Mm. Those who offer to help and those who don't. Yes. Or, for example, if they're visiting you and you start cleaning something up in your backyard, whether or not they offer to help or they mm-hmm. just stand around and watch you. And it tells you a lot about people. Yeah. For example, in my family, we're all highly productive people that really like to work with our hands. Mm-hmm. And if I want to get help from anybody in my family, all I have to do is go mm-hmm. and start doing something. Yeah, start and if working. they see me doing it, they're going to jump in and help me do it. And there's other people who will just stand there and watch you. They're yeah. great supervisors and managers. Right? But like, this, is, this is a key for whenever I come over to your place. Like once you start doing something... Yay. Pick up a shovel. <laughs> now, you, now you know, right? Yeah, yeah. But no, it's the kind of thing Unwritten where, rules of Andrew's house. Dude, you know what? It's funny because at at, uh, at my at our old property in Toronto there, I remember we invited my aunties over from Singapore. And they were so shocked that after I think they stayed for one week, my dad had them painting the balcony. Oh my. Right? And my dad's joke was that it's in the Bible. After you've stayed over a week, you're no longer a guest. Right? So now you have to work. They're like trying to leave on like the sixth day. No, no, stay one more day. <laughs> stay one more day. Stay, stay one, one more day. day. Stay one more day. I can put you to work, right? So oh, that was funny. funny. But no, but you know what? People then feel work shouldn't be so negatively stigmatized. Work is something that makes you a productive member of a community. And when you're with a couple of people, a productive member of a family. Work is your key to success. Doesn't matter if you work at Tim Hortons, work at McDonald's, work with us. It doesn't matter where you work. If you can show up to work every day, you will and can be successful. And I will tell you right now, all the best friends I've ever had, I have worked with. And it's not through work. I've literally worked with them, whether it's going to the gym and working out, whether it is uh, we were in the army together or whether it was we went through university, which is a form of work. There's always there has to be something that connects you more than just the simple pleasantries and the the passing by of the casual passing of time where you hang around and just drink and just shoot the shit about nothing meaningful, nothing with depth. Work has meaning. That would be the same thing with a relationship, right? If you were just sitting around drinking beers and talking, shooting the shit, right? You're not going to build a good relationship with with a girlfriend, right? Exactly, right? It's the same thing. So you need to see how someone reacts when it comes to something like being productive and and where they want to go in life, right? And these are, you know, you can see where someone's going to go in life by seeing, you know, a couple key things. And one of the big thing is is how productive they can be in an eight hour time period a hundred percent and this is where i find some people and this might get sensitive right but this is where i see some people with their significant others they will not work on anything together no projects or anything like that and then they will work on 
a puppy or an animal pet of some kind、yeah. or they have a kid、yeah. and that's their project and that's、yeah. their tester that's their pilot right、yeah. and it's like oh man you could have just done something simpler build a fence together now see now i don't know about that analogy because <laughs> me and missy one time we tried to build a barbecue and it almost <laughs> ended everything so like i'm not saying the relationship like everything it was almost over did you with that one one barbecue right nah, so nah. you know and that was a couple years ago that was about four years ago and you know it was a long time ago but i always joke that yeah some some Hands-on stuff. People work better together, and and some other mental strategy where me and Missy are really good at together. Yeah, you know that's where that's where we can hone in our skills. Have you ever heard that IKEA is responsible for forty percent of the divorces in North America? I believe it one hundred percent. One hundred. Assembling that furniture is no joke. People get pissed off,、yeah. yell at each other,、yeah. and then leave. Yeah, I, Missy sees an Allen key, she gets mad at me. There you go. She yeah, just yeah. sees the Allen key. What are you doing with that? Yeah, <laughs> don't try to give that to me. Yeah, we cannot go into IKEA together. Yeah, we don't have a prenup, but we do. Have one stipulation where it's like we cannot assemble furniture. That's having boundaries and an understanding of each other. That's something that's negotiated. But it's good. To, then you do something elsewhere. You know, you just say this is not my thing. We can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.